forever. Dog. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? With Larry Owens. you sing with larry owens i'm larry owens and we are here on the lower east side of park slope brooklyn in the forever dog studios this is a comedy podcast about music and this music has never been rehearsed it's never been touched it's never even thought about before this moment and it's happening all on the spot with the help of james harvey behind the keys hello larry (laughs) how are you i'm great how are you i'm so fun i'm so fun that is the state of being Fun. <laughs> my state of being how am i today fine um <laughs> hpa hot producer andrew is off getting, getting essentia the essential waters we are not sponsored yet but with your hopes prayers hashtagery liking commenting subscribing maybe we could get the attention of essential water because i am fueled by essentia yeah, yeah. The t- two essentias and a pack of swedish fish really get this really gets this podcast in the place <laughs> that it needs to be we begin the episodes of this podcast with actually promotion patty if you're out there i want you to come and check out um, my live shows i'll be going coast to coast with a brand new hour of stand-up comedy it will be at los angeles on march 24th la i'm coming to you it's gonna be at the dynasty typewriter at 8 p.m on march 24th my opening acts are matt rogers and naomi ekparrigan in Hey New York, I'm not leaving you out. I'll be doing that same hour on March 18th at Chelsea Music Hall with opener Max Stalter! <laughs> so that's Promotion Patty. It's a segment of the show where instead of calling the cops on black people, you come to my shows! And that's a totally linear bit that makes a lot of sense. And uh, what also makes sense is that I might want to sing at the top of the show. And we begin with our request segment. This is a request from JJGH5736. Falling down through the sky, gleaming its eye, bright as a rose. Who knows? It's only just out of reach. Down the block, on a beach, under a tree. I got a feeling there's a miracle due, gonna come true, coming to me. Something's coming, something good If I can wait Something's coming I don't know what it is But it is gonna be great With a click, with a shock Phone will jingle, door will knock Open the latch 
something's coming, don't know when, but it's to catch the moon, one-handed catch, around the corner, or whistling down the river, the morning By holding still, it'll be there. Come on, something, come on in. Don't be shy, meet a guy, pull up a chair. The air is humming, and something great is coming. HBA is back from the <laughs> from the store with Juju fish, <laughs> not Swedish fish. Juju fish. And it's speaking of Juju fish, her words, not mine. Today in the studio, we have an amazing guest. This is an actress, a comedian, a singer, a songwriter. You've seen her on stages across the nation, from Portland to St. Louis to Washington D.C. She's also a New York City bitch, making art and taking names. You've seen her on Broad City. You've seen her at live shows, Basement Social. She has an album on Spotify under her eponymous last name Blast. Give it up for Shayna Bless! Okay, yeah, singing the intro. That's a first. Well, you know, we got a new guest, and uh, we never know what's going to happen. Yeah, like, yeah, we have a new guest. I'm giving you juju fish. Oh. <laughs> That's what's on the menu. Yeah. Serving tilapia. Serving juju, tilapia. juju gefilte. Juju gefilte. Juju whitefish. <laughs> yeah. Locks and whitefish. Oh, I love whitefish salad on a bagel. Okay. Cold white fish salad on a hot toasted bagel. Oh, my bagel. You know I do peanut butter and jelly on a toasted plain bagel. Oh, you do? Yeah, late at night. Yeah. Can I have peanut butter and jelly on a toasted plain bagel? Peans and gel? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, obviously I was into lox around like 2008. What changed? Uh, you know, just you eat too much lox. <laughs> you're like, you slap so much pink salmon on a bag. Oh, honey. Juju Never fish. too much pink, pink salmon. salmon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just sitting next to you makes me want to riff. And I don't know if we're at the <laughs> riff match, which is our a game we play that is, I made up. is a lawless place. So, uh, yeah, what do you, what do you want to do? We found riffs in a lawless place. We found riffs in a lawless place. Lawless place. It's like, yeah. Lawless. 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 Okay, guys, give us the groove. Yeah, you settle into a groove. <laughs> It can be slower, I think. It needs to yeah. be slower. 
favorite. Oh, 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 yeah. We can always do a. Favorites in one. Long, I can't give up. They're, oh, they're, I'm trading length for dexterity. Like, if you, if you keep going long enough, you can put some power right. and some tone on it. I don't have the runs. You have the runs. La, 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 da, da, la, la. Yeah, just take the la 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 off of it. No, just la. I can't even remember what you did, but wait. It went. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's so Wait. Yes, yes, there's so many vowels. That's <laughs> on, on, on one law. Okay, so on, on Loveless Place, just Loveless Place. Loveless Place. Okay, but how do we make it even harder? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so no many. idea what you just did. So just trilling on the first one. And then you add a tail on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. troll on the top and tail uh -huh, on the bottom. Uh -huh, We're just uh -huh. uh, like making yeah. it fatter. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, are you following this? I don't understand any of this words. Good. Uh, That's amazing. It's a very technical I love that. musical term. Yeah, you troll on the top, to make it fat. Everybody took their headphones out. <laughs> no, the, the trump card is always going to the growl. To a, to a squall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're just like, okay, everyone has great riffs and runs, and what do I have? <laughs> or from the bottom. Stop it. <laughs> you read me. Oh, do you want to do, do your version? Do you want to do your impression of me? Your vocal impression of me? No. You can do it. Uncanny. Andrew's like uncanny. So good. But then the the like it's so good because you do like a oh, you found the earth and then you can fly out of it. Oh, so she's easily. Okay, being nice on what? it. I, I love it. There's no judgment at all. I just like Larry and I walk down the street holding hands, matching riffs, <laughs> yeah. finding finding new corners in Brooklyn to just <laughs> we, we we like to do that for for your song. You have a single. Oh, wait fuck. for Hey. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, what's the one in Hey? So Shayna has oh. uh, as a four song EP. Yeah, it's called Blast. It's called Blast, and one of the songs, the first song off of it is called Hey, or the single off of it is yes. called Hey, and it's amazing. And I want you to I want you to pause this, stream it, come back, yeah. and listen to this interview more reverently, and you're gonna love it. And so we 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 go through um on the street matching the pitch, yeah. matching the riff, or like addending the riff, but that's not the one we riff to. 
No, we riff to another song that um, I'm going to be working on this year called Something Better, which if you ever come to see me live, you'll probably hear, probably hear me sing it, but it's not recorded yet. But the, the tag. Yeah, what's the that? chords? What's the chords for James? Uh, pff, no idea. So I fill my lungs instead. Let me do that again. So I fill my lungs instead. You already knew that. You already knew that. No. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. Wait, give it a listen for one for one time, and I'm sure you'll be able to get it for the <laughs> so You already knew that. You already know that. You already, you already know that. I feel like this is in a higher key. It's that. so high. Okay. Yeah. Let's take it down. You already. That's no. Too high. <laughs> no okay, we'll come. We'll, we'll come. Yeah. We'll come back to you. Already knew that. I'm sorry, I don't know your whole catalog. You don't know, know no, Shayna's unreleased music catalog. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it. Rockwood last month. She burned <laughs> that thing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't come see me play at Pete's Candy Store at 11 p.m. with it was two of my friends, no, a sound I gotta, guy. I gotta get to one of your shows. And then, you didn't see Shane at Pete's, <laughs> but then yeah. halfway through the gig, because this is the life of a singer musician, <laughs> it was two people. One person had to be there because he worked there. He was a sound guy. My two friends, and then halfway through, three people from Athens, Greece, mm. looked through the window and came in and sat down and listened to the rest of my set. And they slated. They're like, hello, we're from Greece. Okay, <laughs> accent. Okay. We are from Greece. We are from Greece. <laughs> but we stopped over in the Netherlands before to get these accents. One Grecian urn. <laughs> Music Man 2020. <laughs> Okay, Shayna, yeah. it's the question that I ask all of my guests. And that oh. question is, what is the music that made you? The music that made me sing. What made me sing? Hey. What, what made you sing? <laughs> what makes you sing? <laughs> oh, I did. I, re- I forgot to mention that you were on the live show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, not the backup, the vocal majority, oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the vocal majority. You're part of my amplified voices. I bring three white people with me everywhere I go to amplify my voice. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, so back to you uh, okay, back and, to and bringing you from from the background to the forefront. <laughs> what is the music that made you? The music that made me for, first. Okay, I was <laughs> oh my first, god, I'm you were ADD. <laughs> I know I can't hop out. Not using that as a slur. Mental health awareness. <laughs> yeah, sponsored ad. Um, <laughs> so I, I think my everybody remembers their music teacher, right? Like Miss Lewis was my music teacher with the ta ta ti ti ta, like taught the rhythm, how to have rhythm, and then how to put notes to rhythm. I feel like in first and second grade that's how I learned what how to sing I feel like even if I didn't know pitch I knew she Miss Lewis like taught me how to do it and then I everything growing up that I watched had music like Barney Big Comfy Couch Zoobilee Zoo did you ever watch Zoobilee Zoo no I watched Big Comfy yeah Lunell what's uh-huh. it Molly uh-huh. Molly, Molly. No, big uh, Zubili Zoo was Zubumafoos. <laughs> uh huh. Zubili Zoo was like after Cats, but it was these actors dancing and in full costume 
of animals and the lead like he was like a lion or a tiger or something the lead dance music character was played by Ben Vereen Zoo Bali Zoo Mhm Okay Zoo Oh Zoo Bali Zoo okay <laughs> Yeah Originally, originally aired from 1986 to 1987. Really had to catch that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, they, oh, are, they are cats. Of, of course, we of course well, we all so we all like a, know about Zoobly Zoo. One of them is famously like a, on air from 1986 to 1987. The whisper of a year. Well, they continue to run in syndication until okay. 2000. Right, those and six episodes. And do you know who was watching there were that? Episodes. We're on the same Wikipedia page, yeah. James. Okay. Yeah, but you. You know who caught those reruns was little Shayna Blast singing along, and they're all fierce dancers. I mean, the lead is Ben Vereen. Okay, so it's like <laughs> that, like amazing Broadway production value, but brought down to the absolute window in viewpoint perspective of a kid. Yeah, and like a one set situation with like a couple with like. So it's cheapish and it's campy and you're also kind of responding to that as well. Oh yeah, I was seven years old and thought it was the greatest thing ever because my grandma would take me to musicals as well. Oh, I have to talk in, sorry. I forget. Yeah. Everyone else. Your grandmother would take you into musicals, yeah. Yeah, because she um, would usher at Kennedy Center. (laughs) You have to focus me in because there's so much to look at in here. Oh. Um, Yeah, so she would usher at Kennedy Center so I went to go see... I did see Cats actually at the National Theater in D.C. Cats is really culturally relevant at this moment. At the moment. In time where we are. Yeah, and also was growing up. Uh, you saw the Cats. Our time too. Yeah, I think I remember being scared of it. And I was also scared of Beauty and the Beast, like the live version that they did at Kennedy Center. Okay, the because, national tour. Yeah, because when the wolves come in. Mm-hmm. To Belle before she gets lost and ends up in the castle was super scary. Haunting. 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 But I was thrilled and haunted. Um... I'm not answering the question. No, Miss so, Lewis. Miss Lewis had yeah. songs. And what songs did she impart? Any of those songs that like anything from popular culture? Or was it all just pretty like the grammar school? We sang win, we sang um Wind Beneath My Wings. Aww. For like <laughs> for a school um like ceremony. I don't even know what it was, yeah. but it's like when ele- everybody in the elementary school goes yeah. to the auditorium. <laughs> yes. Like ceremony. The like first like rush of like something is important, music is involved, like yeah. like that I feel like there is something well, about that. And we had one of the teachers, I can't remember her name, she was in like a lyrical, flowy blue and white tie-dye modern dance outfit and she danced <laughs> in the front of us with the choir singing wind beneath my Wings. oh wow so uh, an opportunity for her to step out <laughs> exactly but i didn't know that then i was just like learning how to sing this song and i don't even know if i remember it Ooh. <laughs> i don't know if i remember <laughs> jumps right in must have been cold there in my shadow Never have sunlight on your face You were content to let me shine That's not right That was your way You always walked a step behind So I was the one with all the glory Without wait, 
How does this part go? You was without a name for so long. How does that part go? To the chorus. Without this man to hide the pain. Did you ever know that you're my hero? And everything I would like to. That's when you were like, music is important. And I was like, this is my future. Yeah. But actually not because then I, when I was seven, I started into competitive dancing at CNC Dance Company in Crofton, Maryland. And so I like abandoned music and singing for a while and just did like Dance Moms, but before it was Dance Moms. And then when I was 11 years old, uh, the Silvers, who we know, Jer- yes, Jerry and Jordan. Yes, as Maryland kids ourselves. <laughs> Our Maryland kids. She yeah. from Maryland. So their mom and my mom were best friends, and Jerry and I went to Hebrew school together in second grade, and then we've been friends ever since. So they were super into theater and musicals, and my parents never really listened to musicals, but Jordan and Jerry were auditioning for Annie, and so my mom was like at Chevrolet Young Actors Guild in Chevrolet, Maryland. And so my mom was like, oh, Shayna and Abby, my sister, audition. And we auditioned. And my sister got a better part than me. She was one of the orphans. And I was Sophie, one of the Hooverites. Okay. Uh, We'd like to thank you for Hoover. (laughs) Rolled out the trash can with like the, I had to press the button for the paper and the light and fan to come on with the flame. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It was early prop work. I felt proud of it. Um, Please tell me you were the um, who knew I could steal. <laughs> Today I'm stealing coal for fire. Who knew I could steal? You know that solo, that Lori Beachman. I didn't do, but that was not my part. I you think have to I do had a Disney encore and recreate this production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with like a huge fire, like yeah, it's like yeah. an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> it's a fire. gritty Hooverville. I want to do Annie, but just the Great Depression sequences mm, right. that we gritty, don't see. Sexy Annie revival. <laughs> no, not sexy, but gritty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Today so. I'm stealing coal for fire. What's who knew I? Who knew I could steal? Oh, you know what? I feel like, I feel like that spin. I feel, yes, I do like the spin. I feel like I, you could. I feel like you do justice to the star to be solo. Yeah. Do you know it, James? Uh, what song is this? It's NYC. Oh, NYC. It's the to be solo. Yeah. Give me a second. Um. So, so before then, I really didn't know any musicals. I feel like people talk about like their parents' music. That's like how I ended up listening to music. And my parents' music was so different. My my mom, for anyone who knows or cares about the Beatles, like my dad was like a Paul McCartney diehard fan, like loved all the solo albums, which no one ever likes. And my mom was like a full believer in John Lennon. So like it's no wonder that, you know, the marriage didn't work out. Um, but they're both good people. But so- <laughs> looking shocked (laughs) but isn't that like that makes total sense to me now as an adult which i was like oh yeah you can't both you can't love paul mccartney 
and love John Lennon and like make a marriage work. Those are two. <laughs> so like, are you saying that you therefore you rejected came from a the broken music home? from your parents? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, that I... seems clear. Yeah, by <laughs> just the I'm way you the, move about the world. I'm in no, the arts, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I'm saying is that why you're saying that you you aren't attributing any of that music to your identity. That that's like there are two identities and you feel like you have your own in the middle of it, which was like mm. the school music and now like the influence from the Silvers and people who like musical theater. Like I never thought of it like that. You aren't offering up any of your parents' music as music that made you. Right. You're just saying I that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say that the them listening to music all the time uh, made me. Like made me interested in music and made me like it and like feel addicted to it because – even if they were like totally different spheres, like my dad loved like Led Zeppelin and Kiss and all those like 80s music and had like a shit ton of CDs. And my mom liked Amy Mann and Alanis Morissette. And then I came in on my own with like, I feel like with a lot of the other music that like our friends talk to talk about on the podcast. So like Avril Lavigne, I fucking let's, love uh, Let's Avril. stay with your very first audition <laughs> for Annie. I think we might be ready to do some NYC. Sure. Um, <laughs> what, what happens right before it? There's like a, there's like, you know. Whose solo is this? It's, what's the character's name? So it's Star to Be. Star to Be, but. Oh, that's the name. Okay. Did you ever listen to Accu Broadway Radio? Oh my God, yes! I was obsessed. Is that like it's like all of like the Ghost Light? Yeah, and it like was stuff. like it was like a <clears throat> pre any streaming services. Yes, and it would barely work. Like it would barely download. <laughs> yes, I listened to that all the time. Accu Broadway. <laughs> okay. I'm slowly doing. you this morning. Okay, 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 okay. The city's bright as a penny arcade. It blinks, it tilts, it rings. They think that I've lived here all of my life and never seen these things. Oh, NYC. The whole world keeps coming. By bus, by train. You can't explain their yen plan. Okay, okay, here we go. just got here this morning. Three bucks, two bags, one me. NYC, I give you fair warning. It goes into a little bridge, but that was great. You gave us the option up. You gave us that option up. You said, I'll die. What a horrible vowel. I still came through. It goes into this little, little, honestly, (laughs) kind of a snooty bridge. I I would find this bridge, the lyric writing, to be a little... uh, um, Mm, uh, Precious. Yeah, like not precious, not irksome. I can't even find the right word. It's a little... 
Persnick- I don't know. I can't yeah. find the right word, it's but like it's, a, it's one of those words that a have little, a lot of. It's a little cunty. <laughs> Just go ask the Gershwins and yeah. Kaufman and Hart. What place they love the best. Yeah, like, why are we name dropping? It's Annie. Yeah, it's like California. You can make a lot of money in California, but where do they live? <laughs> they live here in NYC. <laughs> like, yes, we get it. We, oh, we see the gosh. sequence. Okay, so you, okay. so musical theater. Huge. Musical theater, I was obsessed. After that, <coughs> I was obsessed and I felt. Like I had a leg up because I had like my dance training. <laughs> but dance is so much about music, right? Exactly. I feel like yeah, you, yeah. maybe you weren't performing vocally then, but right? You right. were definitely performing musically then. Yeah, yeah. And we, we, I mean, we would dance to even a lot of musical theater numbers. Like there was some girl; she wasn't in my studio, but in a, another studio would sing on my own, which I didn't know what that was from. And then, <laughs> like. At halfway through the song, she would burst into the dance, into the solo number. <laughs> but at the top, she would be in the corner with a spotlight and a hat and like a little like dirt on her cheek, <laughs> dirt makeup. <laughs> and then she would go like into a full lyrical and like a kick and, yeah. and then end the song, but like completely out of breath. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. I because I was at that point, I was just in the dance world as a kid. And I was like, oh, huh, that's weird. That she's singing and dancing like nobody else is doing that. And then when you start doing that, you're like, oh, everybody's doing that. <laughs> yeah, singing and dancing is actually yeah. making a musical. And I want to do that more. Okay. As much as I could. And musically, just like talking about like your influences, like what are like, just step us through, step us through. So now you're in the musical theater. Yeah. You've done Annie. You have one production under your belt. You've done the the school assembly. These are amazing formative moments in right. a lot of our lives. We get a lot of this overlap of like feeling, you know, the specialness of music at school and also, you know, our first time on stage in character. And then I find you to be a very musically complex person with like a ton to say so i'm just trying to like see how it all adds up this is our chance to figure out like Shit. how like how do you go mm-hmm. from being a young jewish girl in maryland mm-hmm. who's like being born and bred on two divisive camps of Beatleshood, yeah and now we have you someone who's super comfortable in the musical theater space someone who's releasing their own music and writing their own music mm-hmm. that has so many intersections like it feels like it feels like you're playing like you're you're bouncing light off of genres to reflect things in the other genre opposite of it <laughs> that complements the other thing. I feel like you're kind of a chef. I feel like you musically, when listening to your albums, when hearing you even sing and approach mm-hmm. music, I feel like there's so much there. So we want to here on the podcast unpack and 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 tell this story. Yeah. So 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 where that. so where do you go? How do you get here? <laughs> I mean, I think the root is musical theater storytelling. Musical theater storytelling. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we kind of have you here in school performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how does it exacerbate? How does it level up, ratchet up, and become intense for you? So intense that you not only study it, but you make it your life. Uh. <laughs> Go off, Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... When I when yeah. I turn into Barbara Walters, I was like, okay, <laughs> Krista Tippett, uh, going deep. I'm here. NPR. Well, uh, it's funny. I feel like I don't. Well, I don't know if you feel like this, but 
we're going all of the time and we're constantly thinking about what are we doing next? What what do we want to be doing that we that like I rarely look back. So this is nice, a nice forum to be like, huh, how did that happen? No, we're truly pausing for an hour and we're opening ourselves up and sharing because the people who listen to this podcast, they have so many different windows in and the what they respond to. I'm always shocked by what the listeners respond to in the interviews. Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of it is just seeing people like them or people who they hope to be or people who do things that they respect and just like making sense of it. And then, and then the beauty of this podcast is that like whatever, whatever memory we fall into, we just get to sing it. Like we get to like drop right into it musically and lift. Yeah. Um, That's why your podcast is so great. And I would say that I loved musical theater doing it in middle school. And then once I got to high school, my parents were getting divorced, like freshman year of high school. So I was obsessed with the musical theater world and being in rehearsals and being in shows and being in choir because I was also in choirs in high school. So I was busy all the time. So I didn't. So I had stuff to do. So I didn't have to be home. So I didn't have to think about it. And my mom, as a buffer to like not telling us kind of what was going on and when we moved when we were like moving because my mom and my sister and I moved when my parents got divorced she took us this was 2004 up to New York so Wicked had just opened and it was like right or was it 2002 yeah Yeah, no yeah no 2004 so it was like the new thing and (laughs) huge huge yeah and uh we I didn't see it with Kristen Chenoweth but we saw it with Adina I don't know how my mom got us tickets or I think she must have just they were great tickets orchestra and we also saw OBC Putnam County uh we saw the good year yes we saw Rent and we saw Bombay Dreams. Oh my gosh! What yes, a year! What I a year! Um, <laughs> Bombay Dreams. We saw four Broadway shows. Me, my mom, my sister, and I that weekend. And we also saw. Um, oh my gosh! I can't remember what exactly the title of this musical was called. Like Under the Street Lamp. Like Eric Schaefer had directed it. I think Alicia Gamble was in it and a couple other DC people. Yeah. Um, but we went to see because they were like, oh, these are like the DC theater people. And I had started to see shows in DC after this trip. Like this was the trip where I was like, okay, I can do this. I've seen the shows. I see New York. I don't know if I'd ever want to live in New York. That seems too intimidating. But I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm just going to be doing musicals. And Something that you said that was super interesting is just like, busy culture like like i feel like i had a similar thing growing up in maryland where like to distract Mm. from like the environment from the home environment yeah my mother was very like keyed into activities for us as like a way of like i think distraction and also like maybe even just like some guilt maybe Mm -hmm. of just like here at least you are Mm. like look at these things you have like look at these like opportunities like yeah. Like a place to go. So when you're seeking refuge in high school at home, like in these like rehearsals, like what are you rehearsing yeah. for? And like, what are you or like, what are you singing on the way? Like you have a car probably in Maryland. Like, what are you? Well, uh, well I mean, freshman, you know, freshman, sophomore year taking the bus. Yeah. So you I have, have a, you have a CD player. Yeah, I have a mini iPod. <laughs> the little like silver one and then the red one. That well, you it's could on get. your iPod mini. Oh my god, I can't even I all the musicals. I can't even remember, but I do know that I freshman like my first semester freshman year of high school at Bowie High, I auditioned for like the student run shows were like super super cool and they were doing songs for New World. <gasps> 
Okay, thank and you. I, We've landed somewhere. Okay, here okay. we are. Just so you know, I got to get there. So, and that was like, I was the only freshman. I felt super cool. Kyle Johnson and Sean Brown were the directors, and they were like, we were really impressed with you. Uh, but huge that. You, you're like, yeah. okay. I was like ready. I had straight <laughs> hair. Freshman yeah. straight hair. <laughs> yeah. And uh, unrecognizable, we would yeah. say. Yeah, and then I sang the um, Just One Step. That was my solo. and Oh, my gosh, of course. Is there a more perfect song for you? (laughs) Swag. They knew knew as a fourth senior-old, I had braces. I am out here, Murray. This is a fucking pop. I am not discussing this anymore. (laughs) She's 86. You you don't want to buy me the fur? Well, that's just fine, Murray. It's not like I'm asking for much since you won't buy me the dog or the beach housing crawl and you didn't have the money. What else is no? I'm not gonna fight for a coat, so never mind, Murray. If that's what's important to you, at least I know where I stand. So Murray, strike up the band because the time has come for action. Here's what I'll do. Clearly, Now I'm not so young and beautiful That's okay, I faced defeat before I'm not gonna fetch it, I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna get zero, I'm something gonna take one step Look at my memory, just one step I'll be free, one small step Just so you wouldn't worry I'll be free and you'll be rid of me Murray, watch me. You think this is maybe a joke? <laughs> well, it's no joke, Murray. <laughs> wow. You think this is maybe a joke? Well, it's no joke, oh, Murray. It looks like they're forming a crowd like 85 at the most. Still front page of the post. Ma- I think it's Murray Povich. <gasps> and Connie, too. Hey, Connie! Now you're finally made. One step, honey, you better hurry. Oh, yes, sir. Gonna give up that fur. Take it from me, old Murray. Here I go. Ow. <laughs> no, it didn't hurt. Oh, yeah. Wow, I've been singing that song, song in so long. 14-year-old me with braces was, like... <laughs> Nailing the comedy of that. that <laughs> were you inside of the comedy and the pathos and the... Were you inside of all of it? Yeah, it just, like, it was... This, <laughs> the the ancestors really came out, I feel like. So and I was able to that. Con- what did you audition with for, for to, to play Woman 2? Oh, my God. What did, like, no what did you say? idea. Oh, yeah, I, okay, so, I can't so you got So you secured that part. Two gays look at you, and they're like, you mm-hmm. nailed it, and you feel <laughs> warm all over. Mm-hmm. You say, this is. Then you go see Wicked, Ugh. Putnam County, Bombay Dreams, Dreams. Rent. Rent. 
Oh my god! I feel like I feel like I'd love to hear a little bit of my friend of the dictionary from you. Do you know that uh, one? Yeah. Well, I did um, after college. One of the game. first. Yeah, I did. You're a professional low game. Yeah, I, think. I did Logan Schwarzenberg <laughs> at Keegan Theater in DC, Nanak. But we had a <laughs> one of my Nanak. Nanak. Just to let you know, I am equity now. Um, now. Now. Nanak. 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 Hashtag it. Um, and tag us. Um. One of my favorite nights ever was Keegan Theater did Putnam County Spelling Bee a late show, like an 11 p.m. show. Oh, like the raunchy version. Yes. yes. And so instead of writing the words out on my arm, I would tap them out on my vagina. <laughs> okay. HPA is literally you said you said vagina HPA died was silent yeah, yeah. yeah. and I did I went into like a huge you can't see but I went into like a huge lunge and like like a Morris code on my clip okay do so you want me to sing this one or do you want me to sing a low gain song I'll do this one I would I wanted to yeah. Maddie Boteri played this <laughs> and I didn't get to sing it my Love friend you. yeah. First line was wait, really pretty. Oh, okay, wait. Can we start <laughs> over? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, this is her song, right? And I can't even remember. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm setting you up. You were a professional low gain. You're a professional low gain. Mm. Let's start that. I saved a chair for my dad in the fourth row on the aisle. Okay, let's do it again. Let's we'll take out affectation. I saved. Ernest, but now as a kid again. And you can play sweeter too. I saved a chair for my dad in the fourth row on the aisle. Yes, and that's it. Oh, Larry coaching I'm session. Crying. No, I'm just crying. <laughs> you know how I like my Finn. You know, yeah. I just need my Finn. I know. You know how I like my Finn. That's classic Finn. Hit it again. One, two. I saved a chair. How is this classic Finn, James? How is this yeah, classic yeah, Finn? Describe, what, do you, like, do you feel that it's classic Finn? Yes. What about you, it? You're asking me, yeah, like, what? Um, yeah, like, there's, like, you I people, everyone, this, listeners like, of the pod, fans of the pod know that I'm obsessed with the composer, Will mm -hmm. Finn, and this is one of, I don't, I don't really do a lot of spelling bee material because it's, like, well known. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a rare opportunity to show people out there who, like, probably, a lot of you probably know this show. Mm -hmm. And this is classic Finn. Yeah. I would say, um... The uh, stepwise bass line is a big feature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's so good. So yeah, yummy. Stepping down. It's like good voice yeah. leading. Voice you know, leading. Like uh -huh. Dominant chords. Oh, yummy. Yeah, it Ooh, feels super warm, but like nostalgic at the same time. It kind of sad. And nostalgic, and sad. but hopeful. Yes, hopeful, I, but I sad. I was saving, and you know he's not here, but I'm still going to sing about it sweetly. Yeah. 
Well, my someone who changed my life and my career, or how I think about myself as a singer and a storyteller, is Jane Pesci Townsend, who was a professor at Catholic University. I went there for a year and then transferred. But she always said, um, "You can't sing a ballad without hope." That was like one of her taglines, and she really like changed everything for me, which helps in singing not just musical theater songs, but every song. I mean, you know this. You have to have that story and that why are you singing it, who are you singing it to, and what do you want? Yeah, the sadder the circumstances, the the more the audience has to want you to survive Yes, it. yes, so yeah, yeah. They want you, you to you pull through. You have to through. know why you're surviving for yourself. Yeah. And then you got to say the... Gotta say the dark parts without mm-hmm. judgment. Mm-hmm. And the, the dark parts are sad enough. Don't add, don't, don't lean into, like, don't add to sad, honey. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, that's my Joan Pesci. Don't add to sad, honey. Hear me, hear me with the fan one more time, the classic. <laughs> I saved a chair for my dad in the fourth row on the aisle. Okay, I'm gonna do the melody now. Okay, okay here we go. I saved a chair. Ready for the harmony? Okay, here we go. I saved a chair for my dad in the fourth row on the aisle. Okay, harmony, little harmony. This is something we love to do too. I saved a chair What's so high? Can you go down? Hey, let me go again. Go down into the lower octave. Here we go. I saved a chair. <laughs> this is now the I saved a chair for my dad podcast. <laughs> I know you can only do harmony. What else do we, we can do? I a chair for my dad in the fourth row on the Okay, okay. We've had okay. enough. We've had enough. We can do... Well, um, you know what? Musical I, I feel like is also relevant now that maybe isn't good, but I was obsessed with... Little Women. <laughs> oh, yes. Greta Gerwig's musical, Little right. Women. They cut Astonishing from the movie. They cut Astonishing from the movie. Well, that's fine. Because there's so many more good songs. Days of Are Plenty. <laughs> Days of Plenty. So many. We can box if you want to. Oh, oh, oh. Or Under the Umbrella. Oh, no. It is it's, like it's the... a small umbrella it's the, in um... the rain. I like, never get to sing musical theater anymore, so this is really nice. Oh, yeah. So you're trying to use up all your points now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to get... hear any leg street dive from me on today <laughs> okay little I'm women i'm waiting for us to shift there <laughs> what's the what's the duet some things are meant to be yeah you know that? that one yeah you don't yeah, really yeah. know it i think i remember no it. you know astonishing under the umbra- i don't really you, like i didn't like astonishing because everyone was doing that there's um days of plenty you want to do days <laughs> you love the marmy song i love the marmy song or the one where those like where she's like, we could box. And he's like, you box? She's like, you ready? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I'll take you, Marmy. I'll take okay. your Laura. You are my Laura Dern. Here's the Marmy song. <laughs> I never dreamed of this right, Give me a moment. Wait, what's this called? It's called, it's called Days, Days of Plenty. Plenty. <laughs> All right. You it. And you know Marmy's a wartime go, mother. <laughs> I know. Writing to my husband. Fight us the cut. Fight us the cut. What is the cut? I never dreamed of the sorrow. I never thought I'd have a reason Lord to Aaron. lament. I hoped I'd never know heartbreak. <laughs> How I wish 
I could change the way things went. This really slapped me. I you. wanted nothing but goodness. <laughs> you were actually singing this around your I wanted reason to prevail. Oh! <laughs> Not this bare emptiness. I wanted days of plenty. But I refuse to feel tragic. Cornucopia, plenty. I am aching for more than pain and grief. There has got to be meaning. Most of all, when a life has been so brief, I have got to <laughs> something. How can I give her any less? I want love. Okay, are you weeping right now? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't believe I have always wanted to sing that song aloud. <laughs> I know, this is literally the podcast. Like, you got to go Your through all of that. That's crazy. You got to go through that entire plenty. I've never, I don't think I've sang anything that I could play within the next 10 years on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point of this podcast. This is, this is not Larry's audition book. <laughs> this is what no, makes you is, sing. I know. You were in your what? fucking bedroom listening to Marmy go through her life uh, as a wartime mother and you were vibing like fuck. And that is what the podcast is actually about. Uh, obsessed. Okay, cool. So from there... <laughs> so where are you musically now? Now I'm musically not so much in musical theater. So from so I <laughs> wasn't getting cast in college and also midway through high school I started smoking weed and like listening David Orkin's older brother started teaching him and I was like my best friend in high school like music like music that wasn't musical theater like opened my mind like this was like indie music. This was 08, 09. Wait, right? Yeah. 
0809. The birth of Indy. Yeah. Seven, 07 to 08 to 08 to 09. It was when Indy was pregnant. Yeah. And then 09 like, was birth. It was birth. <laughs> it was like the shins. It was like Ted Leo and the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. It was Feist. Feist is here. It, yeah. It was Blind Pilot. But it was also when I first heard Sharon Jones. Oh, and the and Dab the Kings, Dab Kings mm-hmm. blew my fucking mind open. And I feel like I'd listen to like Diana Ross and like always Aretha. Like we all know Aretha, even if we don't know Aretha. Like that's just is music to me in my world. But when I heard Sharon Jones, I I mean, it's the new shit that sounds like the old shit. But she is also the now, the past, the future. She's just everything. And I. So I just started to dip my toe into that music and whatever that music was, whoever she played with, whatever soul music I could get my hands on or listen to. Because this was like before Pandora and like before streaming where you would just type somebody in and like a bunch of other people would come up. Like it would be like a web of music. Yeah. And so I started listening to actual music that was on the radio of course, with as music was getting better on the radio, like I love, I loved Britney and Christina, but like as Destiny's Child started to make what I thought was okay, this is changing my idea of music. Like this is singing, this is harmony, this is like a feeling. Whereas, like I feel like Britney Spears makes me, f- it's like fun, but like Beyonce makes simple you versus fe- complex. Oh yeah, Slave yeah. Free versus Survivor. Those are two. Yeah. Like, Musically, lyrically, ideologically, those songs exactly. are worlds apart. Yeah, and it like had a message behind it. Yeah, Slave for You, Survivor. Those are yeah, politically, Survi- yeah. those are two. <laughs> those songs are worlds apart, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like I started to go see more concerts in college. That's when I started to go to like DC9 or um, The Black Cat or um, 930 the Club. Club. Uh, and like Ram's Head Ram's in Baltimore. Head yeah. in Baltimore. And then of course, you know, that I... The National League. I actually think I found, because I'm, excuse me, I'm in love with like Street Dive and I think I found it did you post a video of like when they're singing like in the driveway? They're singing something <laughs> from their cover. I definitely got crazy on Lane Street Dive during the You Go Down Smooth that was like right before mm. they released Bad Self Portraits. Yeah. So they were in between um, doing the like viral covers, like the Jackson yeah, 5 yeah, yeah. Like, viral covers. Mm-hmm. And they were just like doing You Go Down Smooth like around a lot of places. And yes. my friend Lily showed me the video because her friend Max was obsessed because they were going to school in Boston. So they're right. plugged right into that yeah. m- music scene. And I remember we just watched You Go Down Smooth over and over and over mm-hmm. again like in one night and mm-hmm. just like just trying to there's there's a riff she does okay and this could be fun for us One, okay. two, one, two, three, four. Okay. You go down smooth, living in true, yeah. That's what she records on. That's what's on the CD. Yeah, but on, but in, in this live, live, in live, she does a lot of different alts on it. Yeah. I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, now I'm in the truth. 
Okay, wait, wait, should, we, should we just do this song? Yeah. Should we just do Will it be okay? Okay, one, two, one, two, three, four, boom. Will it be true to say that I ordered you? Or is it you that ordered me? I've been lying if I said you were too sweet, but I can't stop it too. Coming up, 
Your Neighbor's Backyard, March 19. We sat down with Shayna, such tales did she bring. We hope you didn't forward fast. Subscribe, don't miss a thing from Larry. Shane, Andrew. Shayna. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.